0: are just they're just bad and they don't have to be because they've got flashes of absolute excellence they do they've got a running game that's real people and it's not like they're not scoring points Gardner Minshew was 23 for 41 213 yards two touchdowns and an interception and it wasn't the worst thing in the world the interception they were 164 yards on the ground. They did. I mean, John the Taylor was 95 yards. Zach Moss 66. What else do you want from that combination? That's the right combo. It's just not coming together. And because I'm talking about only one side of the ball, this was not good looking defense. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning good to be with you it was not good looking defense i'm not even angry just factual too much was allowed to go by the wayside i'm gonna break this down more on tony Katz today uh, at noon but you see the colts at three and five and you know they could be five and three and you're like ah oh. all right forget playoffs can we just do better than last year If you ask me if Gardner Minshew is doing the job in, in, a, in a backup role, I, I say yes, absolutely. Does Gardner Minshew have an issue with holding onto the ball too long? Yes, absolutely. Does he need to throw that wet thing away more if the play isn't there, as opposed to waiting to try and get it developed and then it gets knocked out of his hand, as it does all the time, all the time? Yes. Yes, yes, and yes. Oh, frustrating. Frustrating game. But I think the biggest story uh, around Indianapolis, and you can go to WIBC.com for the story, Kurt Darling with the reporting, parenting the underlying blame for Saturday's mass shooting. Um, Ten people were shot. This at a party, a Halloween party. A teenage girl died. And if you want to tell me this is because of guns, I'm going to look you in the eye and tell you that you don't know a damn thing. Nah. This is a question of what was happening here. What is happening that you can have this kind of situation, just like what's happening with, with uh, looting, just like what's happening with, with all sorts of, of conversations that are cultural, Reverend Charles Harrison, uh, he leads the Indy Ten Point Coalition. He was talking to Wish TV. Quote, I think if we want to prevent what happened, the question becomes for those who are parents like myself, why are we allowing our children to be out at 12 o'clock in the morning? Police and other community groups cannot be babysitters for your children. They cannot parent your children. Joe Hogsett blames uh, the guns because Joe Hogsett is a coward. Joe Hogsett won't actually discuss cultural issues. Now, we can discuss where they got the gun. Certainly, you won't get any argument from me. There are far too many guns, says Joe Hogsett, in the hands of those who have no business having them. And shocking violence is too often the result. I'm more with uh, Charles Harrison. Why is, it, why is this all taking place? Where Where are we? In In keeping an eye on our kids. Where are we in a discussion of how to how to handle uh, conflict? What do we teach? These are hard conversations, ones that Joe Hogsett refuses to have. I'll say it again, coward. And we will dig into more of the cowardice of this entire group here in Indianapolis coming up. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Drops out of the race Simply saying I've done the mathematics ladies and gentlemen I've done all the math there is I'm traveling across the country over the
1: past six months I came here to say it's become clear to me This is not my time So after much prayer and deliberation I have decided to suspend my campaign for president effective today.
0: Got to admit, this was in front of the Republican Jewish Coalition, and it was very obvious they did not see this coming. They did not see it coming at all. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. We saw it coming because we took a look at the data. We took a look at the polling and we recognized that he was not going to make the debate stage. It wasn't going to happen. He had an issue with the polling, he had an issue with the donors. He wasn't going to be there. If you're not going to be on the debate stage, there was no point. It's over. By the way, the debate stage, November 8th in Miami. We will be here in Indianapolis, and I will be hosting with Americans for Prosperity the debate watch party, the biggest debate watch party in all of Indiana, nay, America. All right, maybe not, but who cares? The bourbon and the cigars are free. Just go to cigarsanddebate.com. Oddly enough, not my website. Like, uh, they grabbed it. And they're like, we're gonna use this as like a vanity one. I'm like, vanity one? That's my, that's the show. Let's get on it. What are you kidding? Cigars a debate. It's all I want. If it was cigar steak a debate, then hold on, I have to get that. I have to get that. Uh, Matt Bear, uh, and and entertain everybody for a second, would you? Let me just uh, just uh, like hum a few bars or something. I gotta I gotta go get I gotta go make this happen.
1: Love for sale. Three corners on a fountain. Uh,
0: hold on. Yeah. I'm having a little problem logging in. Uh, what is Can I talk about right on again? reds? I'm
1: dying to talk about right on reds. Let me tell you about right on reds. We need to follow them, but they're there. It- Are you still typing?
0: No, no, you, you, you keep going, you keep going. Okay, yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. wants to know about Ride on Reds. Uh, I, Tell I us noticed, more about Ride on
1: red I notice a lot of people that are, are going right on Red downtown and Mile Square are, are from out of town, so maybe it's the local people that are actually enjoying and using the Ride on Reds and obeying those pedestrian walkways. Am I right? Let's pump the numbers, 239-9393. Okay, I got cats it. it in the We're morning. Fine. Okay, We're fine.
0: Okay, you're done. All right. Thank you. Appreciate You, you did good. You did good. That was hot taking <laughs> Breaking commentary right there, man. Yeah. <laughs> gold. Yeah. Pure gold. Uh, November 8th. Uh, seriously, uh, the, the cigar, uh, you'll get a, you'll get yourself a, a couple drinks. We'll watch the debate. We'll talk about it. It's going to be a good time, and I hope you'll be there. You can go to Cigar and Debate, cigars, plural, and debate.com, and, and, and get that, make that happen. I would love to see you there. It's going to be a good time. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Vice President Pence will be available. Is that what? I, I would invite him. What what would his thoughts be from the outside? I mean, I don't think he'll come. Uh, but I'm just saying I would totally invite him. And I think there's a future for him. What I cannot figure out is why President Trump would say, uh, well, now that he's out, he should endorse me. I, I couldn't make this up if I wanted to. Trump said, everybody that leaves seems to be endorsing me. You know, people are leaving now and they're all endorsing me, meaning the race. I don't know about Mike Pence. He should endorse me. You know why? Because I had a great, successful presidency and he was the vice president. He should endorse me. You called him disloyal. You said that it's his fault. Your people hate him. Why in the world would you even want his endorsement? The whole thing makes no sense. It's the weirdest, I'm sorry, it's super weird. You why would he care? Why would he care? Uh, beats me. Beats me, kids. But that is that is not the biggest story. The biggest story is tough guy Andre Carson, the popcorn moment. Let's go, let's go, let's go. It's a story you need to hear to believe. But grab your popcorn because there is more. It seems that uh, Democrats are having a real, real breakdown over. Uh, the Hamas support that comes from the squad and college campuses all across the country. And so we're clear, it's Hamas support. They support the murder of Jews on college campuses across the country, from Democrats right here in Indianapolis to Democrats, elected officials across the country. And now what we have as... A bunch of Democrats voted against a a resolution that said that the House stands with Israel. One of those people is Congressman Andre Carson. And the typical Jew haters in Congress. Said it, meant it, won't apologize for it. It is what it is. They're on record I'm moving on. And so uh, Gottheimer, a representative of Gottheimer, um, a Democrat, Stated that last night, fifteen of my Democratic colleagues voted against standing with our ally Israel and condemning Hamas terrorists who brutally, brutally murdered, raped, kidnapped babies, children, men, women, and elderly, including Americans. They are despicable and do not speak for our party. Andre Carson didn't like that and decided, in a um, interview on the steps of the Capitol with CNN, decided to, you know, hit back. Outwardly, I think he's. Uh... Uh, not acting in the role as a member of Congress. I think he's shown himself to be very emotional. Like most cowardly people, when you confront them, they're afraid. Um, I'm unafraid of the guy. And if he wants to call us despicable, I'm saying he's a coward and he's a punk and he should remember why the people sent him here. And if he wants to play some kind of tough guy or gangster, we can handle it like gentlemen or we can get into something else. We can handle it like gentlemen or we can get into something else. Okay, you know I remember when we w- we would see the pictures. Oh, look at Republicans fighting! Look at this Republican lunging at at Matt Gates! It's so beneath Congress. Here, here. Um, you support Jew haters. You support people on the terrorist watch list by going being willing to go to conferences. Only when you get called out do you cancel. You support Louis Farrakhan. You're a bigot, Andre Carson. Now you got to understand that there is a bit of gray area here. Because this is an elected official, and you don't go about making statements like, you know, we can handle it another way. Some kind of tough guy or gangster, we can handle it like gentlemen, and we can get into something else. I mean, I don't get to say to him, we can get into something else. I'm cool with it. I don't get to say that. Right? I don't get to say to Andre Carson, we can get into something else. Because... I don't think you're a tough guy at all. I think you celebrate Jew-haters and you promote them and you support them. I think you deserve no support from the Jewish community in Indianapolis whatsoever and the Jews who have supported you, including people with names high on the signs, should be damn well ashamed of themselves. I've only been saying it since I got here and I'm going to keep saying it. They should publicly excoriate you and stop giving you money. If I can't get you to vote for a Republican, the least you could do is vote for another Democrat who doesn't hate Jews and support Jew-haters. But being an elected official, I don't know if I get to say we can get, we can do something else. We, can, you know, you can call people cowards and punks. All right, that's what we think about you. What kind of person supports Louis Farrakhan? What kind of person supports Hamas? And if you say to me, "Well, I don't support Hamas," I'll say to you, "Then calling them to surrender." Or is there a reason you won't? And then we can get back into the coward conversation. But to be clear, you don't go about uh, engaging in those kinds of rhetorical words with an elected official. There could be issues with that, and I personally would never do that. How much would you pay for Velveeta mac and cheese? Now, as you know, producer Jonathan eats a tremendous amount of mac and cheese. It's how he keeps his boyish figure, Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. I ask you now, producer Jonathan, I gave you no fair warning whatsoever. I ask you, how much would you pay for a box of Velveeta mac and cheese? Uh, two or three dollars. Nothing, nothing too, too crazy. Two or three dollars. Um... You don't you don't do the shopping in your house, do you? Well, you can get Kraft mac and cheese for like a dollar, right? So, Velveeta to you is like a step up. I would say so. All right, so so in in the in the Jonathan producer Jonathan uh, mac and cheese lexicon, Velveeta is is Velveeta like the top, or is it like Annie's some organic nonsense? Um, Velveeta is probably the top. That's probably the best box mac and cheese I've I've ever had. I would Velveeta, say. then Kraft. Then uh, whatever you find in the bargain section, yeah, pretty much, <laughs> over there at Walmart, a, a a shopper who decided to post it to to the TikToks, found a a the 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 Velveeta shells and cheese, not just the mac, no no no, the shells, which means more pasta, which means more coverage area, which means more bang for the buck. Found it for fifty cents a box and decided to share it with the world, the video has received 2.6 million views, I think because she bought so many boxes. All I know is, if I find Melvita shells and cheese, and I find it for 50 cents a box, I also would buy a tremendous number of boxes, because in case of the incoming Armageddon, um, Matt Bear, the mac and cheese, it will last. You got the mac and cheese, you'll be fine. Now, it will not be good for your macros, Matt, you're not. You're not gonna be getting all shredded with uh, with Velveeta mac and cheese. You gotta live life, Tony. That's all I'm saying. You have to live. And if Armageddon should be upon us, right? Armageddon is at hand. Thank you, uh, Howard Hesseman. Uh, if, if that is the case, then then you need it. And fifty cents a box. You can. You can, You know. You're in. You
1: well, know. If it's Armageddon, I'm eating people.
0: Well, well. Before you get to that stage, oh. And perhaps you'd like a side dish.
1: An appetizer of mac and cheese.
0: Right, cheese. You, need something, you, need, you, need, you need something starchy to go all with all that people protein in the cannibalistic future that you have designed in your head.
1: Mom said you always had to have different colors in your meal, you know.
0: So there you go. Yeah, I'm going to leave that to you. Send your emails to Matt <laughs> at wibc.com. Yeah. Yeah, that's why you gotta have the greens and everything else, right? You gotta have a vegetable and you gotta have a this and you gotta have a yeah, I never understood that. If if it's all good, I don't care if it if it's all monotone. Totally fine with it. Totally fine with it. But then you see these videos of people making like terrible food on purpose. Like like do you make you you probably don't, but you have in your past made mashed potatoes, correct? Oh yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Do you put milk in your mashed potatoes? I did. It was skim, but Okay. Yeah. Not very good. Someone had posted a photo that the only thing they had was chocolate milk. So they made they put chocolate milk in their in their mashed potatoes and it was just this pile of chocolate milk looking it it didn't look appealing at all. Did they do a video of them eating it? Oh gosh, please no. Well that's
1: that's the prestige. Yeah,
0: the the point is, I don't think that's. I don't think people actually do these things in real life. I think they do them to create the video, and people go, "Oh my gosh!" And then no one ever does anything with it. But I, I will say that if you can get fifty cent mac and cheese, you should immediately go out and get fifty cent mac and cheese. But that it would get yourself two point six million views. That's just weird, like like that is. That is, to me, a, a big sign of desperation. People are desperate for, I don't know, for, for something. But I, I if, if I did get 50-cent mac and cheese, I, w- I would tell producer Jonathan, hey, Velveeta mac and cheese, just 50, 50 cents at Walmart, and he'd be like, I'll, I'll see you tomorrow, and then he'd go buy all of it. It's just the kind of forward-thinking individual he is. Cooking
1: a steak, wouldn't it be great? You could be my mate. Cooking a steak. For goodness sake, will you please be my mate and come and cook a steak
0: steak? Meatless Monday, everybody. Gosh, we've been so busy we haven't been able to get to it. We need to get to it. The Indianapolis City County Council doesn't want you to eat meat on a Monday, and they think they can solve all of social all the social ills in America by painting on streets. This is not a very bright group. What do we say over here? <laughs> Have yourself some meat on a Monday. Don't listen to these people, social justice, climate, whatever. Blah 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 blah. Head on over to Peterson's. Leave the kids at home. We're going to Fisher's, and we're going to Peterson's. That's where we are. Uh, they they are open uh, today, five to nine thirty, and then five to ten on the, on Friday and Saturday night. They don't they don't even open for lunch. Like you could like you could like do a private thing, but they don't open for lunch. They do not open for lunch, and you can go and you can get the center cut fillet or the uh, the prime New York strip or the ribeye, your choice. They've got prime rib Friday and Saturday only. The rosemary crusted with the au jus and the rider's cream. They also have a couple of of uh, of entrees, including the pork loin schnitzel, which was oddly enough Matt Bear's name on Tinder. It was true story, true story right uh there you can even get the sesame seared tuna or the bar harbor mussels, whatever it is you want at peterson's you gotta go check them out uh 7690 east 96th street in fisher's 7690 east 96th street petersonsrestaurant.com petersonsrestaurant.com go there for meatless monday and have yourself a treat tony katz 93 wibc good morning The war continues. Hamas will not surrender. Hamas has over 230 hostages, as I know it. Right now, Hamas is starving out its own people. Hamas is stealing the aid that has made it uh, to Gaza. Hamas is a terrorist organization supported by members of the Democratic Party in Congress you can chant for genocide on the streets of Indianapolis and the mayor will say nothing. Zero will be said by Mayor Joe Hogsett. I didn't say they couldn't chant, but the idea that you say nothing, and I want to be on record, perhaps I've missed it, and I will share if I miss something. In a conversation over the weekend about where is the support uh, amongst, let's say, the the Jewish community, to the extent that one exists, uh, for uh, the Israeli Defense Forces, I was informed. Well, go here and take a look at this, and money has been raised here, and fundraiser's happening there, and I've said, that's wonderful. Now I have something I can utilize, say, okay, maybe we're seeing something here. Where are the high-profile people, the so-called civic leaders, to say, you know what, in Indianapolis, we don't chant for genocide. I don't know where these people are with their names high on the building. I don't know I, I if, if there's something that's to be said about race. you, the, the Pacers will be out there, and the Colts will be out there, and MS Communications will be out there. Salesforce will be out there. I, I would like to see it on this. I don't know where it is. Why do I even have to search? It should be so easy to find. It is remarkable, the silence. At Cornell, Cornell University, where I will be speaking later today with William Jacobson, who uh, is a professor there, Cornell Law School. You had students who basically were were trapped in a a, uh, a cafeteria, the kosher ca- cafeteria, and there is nothing but death threats going around that school, advising students to stay away from the building, Cornell Hillel, which is. Jewish organization, aware of a threatening statement that was directed toward the building at 104 West, which houses the university's kosher and multicultural dining hall, as well as more generally toward Jewish students, faculty, and staff. At this time, we advise that students and staff avoid the building out of an abundance of caution. Avoid the building? The Jews should have to avoid the building? You mean they should just stay at home? Hide? Wait till somebody else tell them, tells them it's okay to come out. Nah, I'd like to see some leadership in Indianapolis. Aside from me talking about these things, Matt Bear has traffic.